Uh, I had to embrace it. Obviously, it's not always fun because I don't get to play basketball all the time, but it's it's uh, it's it's great. I mean, for my team, um, anytime somebody can be out there and make two guys guard you, it it, uh, it only opens up the, this floor for everybody else. So, uh, I mean, I have to embrace it. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Voice there of Trey Young as the Hawks get set for a play-in game tonight. The right for the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. Hawks, two-and-a-half-point favorites at Cleveland. And then we'll dive into the West here in a couple of minutes with the Pelicans, uh, three-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Clippers. Guys, let's start in the East. It is the early game tonight, 7.35 Eastern time. Hawks, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road here against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Are we all on the Hawks side? I woke up this morning, I was looking at this, and I was trying to trying to think if, if maybe I'm missing something or, or maybe I've just been too far on the Hawks this week. But Because you know, we kind of mm-hmm. played this out in a head. We thought, you know, we thought the right side was uh, the other side in the first game, um, at the Nets, and then we thought it'd be Cleveland-Atlanta, and it's kind of played out that way. But I, I just can't go against Atlanta's offense in this game, against Cleveland's defense that has not been the same. Darius Garland is dangerous. I, I like him a lot. Like, he... He could take this game over and, and maybe Atlanta uh, could lose. But the more I look at everything about how Cleveland has played and their defense and how it's cratered, I don't know how they stop Atlanta tonight. Okay, I'll play devil's advocate. I'll try okay. to come up with something. They're so bad on the road. Mm. 16 and 25 in the regular season on the road. Of the 20 teams involved in the playoffs and the play in, Atlanta has the worst road record. So I was looking to see how they're trending. Is it something where they struggled earlier, early on and they're playing fine? So here are their March road losses. I'm, I'm working backwards. Miami, Toronto, Detroit, Charlotte, Milwaukee, Detroit in overtime, and Boston. That's a lot of road losses in one month. And it we is. can keep going back. Chicago, Boston, <laughs> Dallas, Toronto, Miami, Clippers. Kind of in their favor. Those are all. Almost all really good teams, except for the Detroit one. And they have some good young players. Sure. Anytime they're playing a good team on the road, they it seems like they end up losing. So there's that issue. Um, of the four matchups, we know Atlanta's won three of four. But it's also notable that the only one that Cleveland was victorious in was in the first one. This was back in October when they were healthy, when they were playing their best basketball. Remember how they started the season, how great they were. Uh, Atlanta points. Last three matchups against Cleveland. 131, 124, 121. Trey Young lights them up. All three of those games. Like 30 and 9, 41 and 9, 35 and 11. I think this number might be a little short, and I'm already seeing a two and a half. I'm sure it's going to close higher than two bet mgm already moved this to two and a half probably anticipating the move because uh yeah i i do like the hawks here so the Cavs also need to get out to a fast start remember when they played brooklyn down by like 20 what i was thinking about doing um is a trey young double double and a hawks win and then if the Cavs get down big early just sprinkle Cavs money line and that way I hedge a little bit. Mm. <laughs> you could. Trey, okay, so what, what's the difference in the odds between a Trey Young double-double and a Capella double-double? 
Um, I would, and just a straight up double double. So Trey Young has not had a double double in three of their four matchups this year. Because Trey Young is minus three hundred, Capella minus two thirty. I'd rather but, go with Capella because yeah, when you look at regular season, Clint Capella has way more double doubles than Trey Young. But yeah. in the playoffs, in that last game, didn't Trey Young have a double double? I believe so, and he didn't have a, sh a great shooting night. So the points are are certainly going to be there. I um, guess my thought with Trey Young is they're going to need him to have a big game, and it's playoff trick. Yeah, he's a different yeah. player in the playoffs. Now, the one thing we haven't mentioned, which is is certainly one we're keeping an eye on, is the Jared Allen injury situation. He's fifty fifty yeah. to come back tonight. That was the, the latest report that he could come back and play. He changes mm. their defense if they have him and Mobley. It changes their defense. It makes them more formidable. Obviously, no John Collins on the other side. He's been out for, I think, 17 straight games. So yeah. it takes away, you know, could add a big to Cleveland. and If he Atlanta plays, I might want to stay away from a Trey Young double-double. Because he won't be able to get into the lane and get those easy I baskets? I think so, yeah. And, yeah. I don't know what you're going to get from Jared Allen, but that dude was a double-double machine this season. <laughs> right. Now, I... Okay, yeah, that's the question. If he does play, that means he's probably coming back early because he wasn't able to go when the the other right. night. Yeah, like but he can play in that game. Yeah, now the season's really on the line here. This is their last chance. Yeah, and Trey yeah. did have a double double. You're right, Aaron. The other night, twenty four and eleven, uh, despite yeah. not shooting well, one of seven from three, but still twenty four and eleven for for Trey Young. Um, He's just a different dude in the playoffs. Like, doesn't do it as much during the season, so it is a little bit of a risk. But that's why I was like, you could always hedge it. I don't know. Thirty and a half Trey Young points. Is that too high to to bet on it? We're not going to take the under. I don't think. Um, but is it too high to go over? I don't think so. Um, I mean, in his career, he's 25.3 points per game in the regular season, 28.8 in the postseason. He is different. And you look around, I, I would say the majority of players are a little bit worse in the postseason. Yeah. You face tougher defenses. Mm. There's more pressure. Yeah. Right? You might force some shots. Like You, you see guys that are averaging 24 in the regular season. They go to 21 in the postseason. He's the opposite. He has been better in the playoffs. What about Herder? He went off the other night. Red Velvet, the former former Terp. It's from my he hood. Also, <laughs> he also scored twenty three against them at the end of March when they played. You know what so hit last year a lot that. in the postseason? I'd love the Kevin Herter three point props because they're usually mm -hmm. set pretty low because he's not a, you know, he's not a big volume player, but he could certainly hit three threes in a game like this. Um, back to Trey for a second. The points and assists of forty one and a half looks looks really nice. Doesn't it? Points and assists to what? 40? One and a half. He's going to shoot better than he did the other night. 32 points and rebounds. A 10 assists, mm -hmm. excuse me. He's had a 35 and 11 against them. He's had a 41 and 9 against them. I like that. You get plus yeah. 104 on three plus made threes from Kevin Herter. Okay, made threes. They set the tray at three and a half. Herter, two and a half. And there's no one else that really interests me in that. Herder, it's the Herder thing with me is sometimes with Atlanta, you don't know where the threes are coming. Sometimes right. the volume is from Trey. Sometimes it's Bogdanovich. Sometimes it's Herder. He's the hot guy. Like they do go to the hot hand in specific games, but matchup 
to match up night to night, you're just not sure which uh, which player it's going to be. Someone's going to be hitting threes, though, especially if Jared Allen comes back, I think. The other three-point uh, player that interests me is Laurie Markkinen. What's he at, two and a half? Yep. Plus 132 at over. If you go back to he, – he missed a game in – about mid-March, I'm not sure if he's inactive or hurt or sick or whatever he was that day, but he, he missed the game. Then. So since then, he's in his last 15 games, if you include the um, couple nights ago, or the last 15 regular season games, he's averaged 2.83s made per game. Mm-hmm. It's a good three-point shooter. Um, plus one, That's good value, I think, on, on the over. Plus 132 at over 2.5 made threes. All right, so we're all on the Hawks. Uh, or we yeah. kind of we're more on the props here. Man, Herter had a was on a tear at the end of March. Uh made threes, five, four, six, five. And you could do stuff like four plus, which is plus three hundred, or five plus made threes is Woo. plus eight something. And he makes five that. plus, you might as well pair that with Atlanta, because they're gonna win if Kevin Herter's dropping five threes. No doubt. No doubt. Um yeah, I do like I do like Atlanta in this matchup. But but it's also you should mention Cleveland. They they, uh, they didn't give up the other night against Brooklyn. Yes. When everybody expected them to just, you know, they're down by twenty early. Mm-hmm. They, they found a way to fought to fight back on the road, so that it was certainly respectable. But without Allen or with this version of Allen, just Trey, playoff Trey Young and just how we've seen these games play out, they haven't been able to to stop Atlanta at all. And we're talking about tops in the league as far as offense for Atlanta. So I just don't think Cleveland's going to be able to keep up and uh, we're getting a short nu- a short number on playoff tray. Yeah, it's a good number. Atlanta's also been covering um 3 and 0 ATS in their last 3 games against Cleveland. Atlanta 6 and 0 ATS in their last 6 games as a favorite. If you care about those trends. <laughs> yeah, so and, I'll be and- focused on Atlanta and Trey props. Yeah, the only pause I have is the home road thing, right? Atlanta's been terrible on the road, Cleveland, mm-hmm. good at home, and we'll watch to see if Jared Allen comes back. But we like Atlanta. All right, let's go to the Western Conference game. Uh, and I'm actually interested in watching this one. Pelicans at the Clippers, three and a half is the number. Uh, Clippers are the favorite. Pelicans off of a blowout win over the Spurs. Clippers off the loss to Minnesota. Two sixteen and a half in the total. The Hawks totals 225 and a half, uh, 222.5, excuse me. This one's 216.5, way lower scoring. Uh, this one is thought of as is it too mm. many points? Is three and a half too high, or is this about right? I see a lot of fours too. It's mm. interesting. Uh, more three and a halfs are popping this morning, but uh, so maybe people back into Pelicans. I'm having a tough time with this matchup. I don't know where you guys are at, but we're looking at two teams that are trending in the right direction for the most part. I mean, Clippers lost at the T Wolves the other night. We understand that. That was, a, that was probably a toss-up game. But um, Clippers minus four, I want to say it feels like a bit much, but I could see this going either way. We know the Pelicans' different team since adding McCollum. When McCollum and Ingram are on the court together, they're 9 and 2 Not the largest of sample sizes, but they've been really impressive. Since bringing in McCollum, they're a top-10 offense. Since bringing in McCollum, they're almost a top-10 defense. He's changed the entire dynamic with this roster. Now, with all of that said, look at the Clippers since Paul George returned. They've been awesome. I know, and he's played really well. He's he's yeah, he's brought it. 
since he's returned, they're number one in the NBA in offensive rating. They're number one in net rating. So I I think you could make a strong case for either side. In the end, I'm torn. I lean New Orleans, but I probably feel better about just going back to that McCollum well for props. What's it set at again? Let me, let me check on all, all these. Uh, various- While you look, I'm the opposite. I'm leaning Clippers. The money line price is a little bit too high because I don't feel that good about this game either. Minus 164. I'm seeing it FanDuel. I might just pass and watch this game as a fan tonight and relax yeah. and not bet on this one. I'm a college 20, 25 and a half for points again, which is what yeah, I And it's almost even pay. money on the over. Yeah. Minus 102. Yeah. So, I mean, remember he had 27 in the first half the other night, closed with 32. But just the run that he's on right now, that certainly makes a lot of sense. Points and assists. Let's see where we are from a column. 30 and a half. I mean, Paul George makes sense. Um, In their last matchup in early April, let's see. There were nobody on the Pelicans scored 20. That just might be an outlier mat, uh, game where you just Clippers won that game out. by a significant amount too, too, didn't they? Yeah, nineteen point game. Zubats sixteen and fourteen, so that's worth mentioning. I don't know. I'm I'm torn on this. Uh, this this last spot in the playoffs for the NBA, playing uh, a doubleheader on a Friday night. Is this going to draw people in? It's the only thing on if you're if you're a gambler yeah. or a sports fan, right? It's the oh, there's baseball, right? Regular season baseball Friday, but right. I'm kind of. Eh. I wish it was on last night. I, I agree. Night. Yeah, like a TNT Thursday night. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a mistake. Well, I guess the way the week set up, someone had to play on no on short rest, right? If they if they played them last night, Wait, a back yeah. to back. So what you could have done is to get it on Thursday, yeah, you, ha- you had to play more games earlier in the week. Or you could have done one Thursday, one Friday. They could have done that too. We could have had a that's, game last night. That's what I thought we were going to get. That would have made more sense. Yeah. Is the star power enough tonight? I guess the two biggest stars are Trey and Paul George. It's all right. Yeah, I guess. Trey's going to bring people in, and especially the Eastern Conference fans. And that's the earlier game, late game. I don't, I don't know that a lot of people are going to be in on that one on the on the East Coast. But I mean, that is the New Orleans market, so I don't. I might I jump on. Can, yeah, I'm, I'm torn on that game. I I'm just looking at maybe a prop or two. I might jump on the Paul George three point prop. He has shot the lights mm-hmm. out since he came back. So he came back. What's he played now? Maybe. He played five six games through the end of the regular season before the playoffs started. He shot over fifty percent from three. It's at three and a half is his prop on threes yeah. tonight, and it's minus one oh four at over three and a half. Yeah, the unders used. Yeah, he'll he'll go bombs away I, if he continues to shoot even well, even forty percent. He probably goes over the number. I, I, I like the Paul George prop. All right, so but on, on the game itself, I'm torn. I, part yeah. of me likes New Orleans to keep this close. It's a big number. Is either uh, result better for? Phoenix. The dog's barking too. I know that means the Pelicans. That means New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. You got All right, we got, we'll go off the board next. <laughs> BeckQL Daily, right here oh, on man. the BeckQL Network. <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> 
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.